0: to I Love That, a bachelor podcast because the unexamined life isn't worth living. I'm uh, you're a doctor. I'm
1: a doctor as well. I'm,
0: I'm Zach the doctor of brainology. <laughs>
1: I'm Wade the doctorologist.
0: <laughs>
1: double major. <laughs> and we're here to unpack Hannah's season of The Bachelorette.
0: Hannah Brown, Hannah Beast, Alabama Hannah, whatever you want to call her. Uh, we're on... What, week six, seven? Week six, I think. Um, They're starting
1: to run together, and if you've been listening, you can probably get a sense that uh, I I am a little run down, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh,
0: it, there was so much promise, man.
1: Mm-hmm. It just seems like the last couple episodes have sort of been the same thing. It's
0: just a repeat, yeah. It, it's the Luke P. show. It's
1: the Luke show, no cocktail party, and then a couple dates, where Hannah's like, a little off her game, because... The producers insist that she keep Luke P. around. And I'm seriously worried that she's going to pick him at this point.
0: I am, too. Well, I... I, Okay. So, based on the This Week On, Mm. we know that... uh,
1: There's probably a two-on-one with uh, Garrett and Luke.
0: mm -hmm.
1: And presumably, we can hope that Luke goes home at that point.
0: We can. Hannah flips off the van that goes away. And then there's going to be a surprise. He's bought a ring. He's coming... He wants you to be his wife. He knows it. yeah. And, and that's got to be Luke P. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: I had reservations about it being Jed, but some things have come to light recently. That, uh,
0: <laughs> Particularly this episode. Yeah. Well, where did we start? So we started the date with the one-on-one, right? Garrett? Yeah. They're in Latvia. So they just go
1: to Latvia. There's no... Uh, hold up from the last episode no they we're
0: back on track that... with episodes
1: okay good cause I really I really miss getting a rose ceremony at the end like I'm a bit of a stickler for the format and when they juggle it around like this well
0: yeah man that's what I signed up for mhm I want a rose simmer in the end, and I want it to build up, and I want stupid Chris to come out and tell us it's the last one. Yes, dog, we know. We know it's the last rose. <laughs> they know it's the last rose. What do you? Who do you do that for? Probably for himself. He's, he's probably getting paid for that line. I'm sure he does it for himself so he can have a speaking line in each episode and collect some sort of royalty.
1: Yeah, because if you have just one speaking line in an episode of anything... You get that back pay. Yeah,
0: I, I'm sure that's the case. Mm. And I bet uh, at the initial outset he said, well, you know, guys, I think it would add suspense if I came out and said, if it's the final rose tonight. Mm-hmm. Knowing damn well that he would be you know, getting paid more if that was the case.
1: It's also a wonderful reality TV tactic. Did, did you ever <laughs> used to watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, yeah. Did you watch what was the Howie Mandel one with the suitcases? Um, Deal or No Deal. Deal or No Deal. Yes. The uh, watching that show with commercials was dreadful because they do so much of the just killing time. So I never, I I kind of have zero problem with Chris Harrison's. Are you ready? Final Rose. You're just dragging it out thirty seconds. Yeah. Yes. It, it's not like we're going to go to a commercial break, you know. Music
0: doesn't swell and cut. MasterChef does that.
1: Yeah, where you and you do it like two and three times. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the thing we said we'd find out before the last commercial break? Well, we'll find out.
0: It's next after this commercial, commercial break. break. Yeah, that's
1: just the whole show is teasing.
0: Gonna, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we get the the one on one date with Garrett, mm-hmm. and oh
1: good. Oh, just love the way that started off. With, uh, it seemed like they didn't know they, they were gonna go naked sky bungee jumping together.
0: Okay, so what, what are your
1: thoughts on that? I think the producers are getting revenge on Hannah for not playing ball. Okay. <laughs> I think she's been a little difficult to work with behind the scenes. And, I, I uh, think so. Perhaps she's. We're,
0: sorry to cut mm, you no. off. Weren't you telling me that, uh, you know, she's literally like not done anything? She she was sick that one day. She's yeah. canceled a bunch of rose ceremonies. You know, we're not getting full shows. She's not a she's not a full fledged bachelorette.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this was something I mentioned on just earlier this week between you and I, or on the last episode. Yeah, but it I, all
0: runs together.
1: I do get the sense that uh, I feel like other people who sign up to be the Bachelor or the Bachelorette probably are a little more aware of the game and they're interested in the exposure and realize that it's an entertainment situation, you know, take someone Mm -hmm. like a Nick Vial, like he he knows what he is doing in Bachelor Nation. Yeah, He's not here for like true love or, you you know, like you, you get a little hard to it, but Hannah, I think is still idealistic enough to have expected this to be, you Uh, know, I'm going to find true love, but she also knew it was like a bit of a Hollywood machine uh and I don't think she understood the balance and that it's probably been a little frustrating for her to see how it works and how petty the contest is with the bros mm-hmm. and that the producers get to, you know, make Luke P stay on the show and yeah, she's thrown a few fits. She's ditched three cocktail parties now. She's been uh pretty much checked out for two dates, the one where she was sick in bed and the other where with uh Tyler C where she was like really sad for the That's first half is. of it.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: so I think that this naked cuz they didn't know. They were both clearly surprised when they saw the Latvian couple jumping yeah. out naked. So I think someone was uh, getting revenge. That's just my theory. Do you, do you have any idea?
0: Uh no, you know, I I was I had always thought that there was some sort of discretion for the uh bachelor bachelorette, you know, like here's a list of things to do in Latvia, you know, or in insert location here and, you know, choose which one you want to do with which person.
1: Like they're including the... Yeah. Okay.
0: But based on this one, I think, huh, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. So in my in my readings, uh, this was a... Let me find it. In my readings, it appears that this is from a, like, 2014 viral video. And yeah, so when I found this on the ringer, so the first one on way in one day to the episode, uh, saw golf and Garrett and Hannah go nude bungee jumping. Garrett and Hannah sold this like it was an ancient Latvian tradition passed down for centuries by adventurous Latvian nudes. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a mid-tier viral video from Valentine's Day 2014 that showed uh, Latvian couples bungee jumping in g in G strings. Out of the same cable car on the same river. But, you know, like, that might be the only time that anyone's really talked about this thing. So to refer to it as a Latvian cultural uh, rite of passage is inaccurate. In inaccurate. And furthermore, the notion that they were completely naked uh, could also not be true. So the reason why I say that is I was Googling, like, bungee jump harnesses. Mm Mm-hmm and they they uh strap you in under your crotch it's it's a harness oh yeah you know and i i got i there's no way there's no way i would whip my unsheathed penis out to ride you know free on a harness that other people have used and put their penises sure <laughs> sorry for the hard peen here but like well, and they're facing each other too, so you're like cold, flaccid.
1: Yeah. Would yeah, you'd just be like mashed up against the other person.
0: There's so I don't think <laughs> I think she might have gone topless. Mhm. And I think that he probably went in his boxers. Fair. Um to that end you know, she kept saying things about the Latvian dude's ding-dong. That's a mm-hmm. real ding-dong right there. Yeah, are you guys cold? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Which, what, what what You know, come on, man.
1: I'm, I respect everyone keeping a straight face, at least. Sure. If that was, uh, you know, Luke P., for example, he would be just too embarrassed and ashamed of, you know, yeah. the shame,
0: the nudity. The shame of his closeted, you know sexual desires.
1: Possibly. Who knows?
0: Anyway. So, my point is is that Hannah brought up his, the Latvian guy's Mm ding-dong, but didn't say anything about Garrett's, you know, Mm three-wood.
1: And she also seemed to express disappointment at him not taking a peek? Or was that the guys? I don't remember. Something about when she, they were, you know, Right up next to each other and then she like kind of stealthily removed the bra Mm -hmm. and then just stayed close to him That's right. I feel like somebody was curious about whether or not he took a big obvious uh, look at them. I Would have I'm sure Hannah would have wanted him to yeah Hmm. So (laughs) Moving on you know my favorite part about that date was what was uh we get another example for Luke P to show symptoms of his psychosis. Yeah, literally. By saying I don't believe that that happened. Yeah. Like, bro, you're you're on a TV show. It did happen. It so for
0: sure this happened. This fucking psychopath.
1: Like, this coping mechanism is just like, well, I'm just in not I don't I don't think she would do that. Like, well, I get that you didn't want that to happen. But it's it's like he still doesn't get that there's several other guys that are dating her.
0: Well, and that's the still. question. That's the question. How does... How has he not figured out... Is, I mean, dude, you got on a show where the woman you're trying to date is dating 29 other people. Yeah. For fuck's sake. I, I
1: get a little jealousy being a little territorial, trying to assert your... sure. The value sure. of your relationship with her, but... It's just, like I said, it's all running together. It's it's at this cyclical point where it seems like every time they do talk, it's she's, like, lecturing him on just being not right for her. Like, yeah. here's where we're not compatible. Here's what your problem is. No one likes you. I can't get you to be real with me. And you're a real fucking possessive and confrontational, and you talk to me like a possessive psychopath. And, and yet still. like And still is fine with it. We can't get rid of this guy. And now I'm starting to believe that maybe it's not the producers or maybe it started as the producers Mm -hmm. and whatever they have done to Hannah has, you know, just brainwashed her or convinced her that this is fine. It's normal. There's still a chance that he could turn out to be a good guy. And uh, I'm a little resentful towards her.
0: Well, it certainly sounds like she thinks so, because, you know, uh, I mean, we'll jump straight to the end and say Luke P did get a rose. And as she was hugging him, said, I know there's goodness in you. Yeah, but the other guys have
1: goodness. And they haven't thrown up all these red flags for the last seven episodes. That's what kills me. It's like, why is Luke getting an extra pass?
0: Or, you know, like... I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. She must really like him. The way, after watching this episode, the way she comes off as someone who hasn't, A, dated someone who was... A manipulative piece of shit, yeah. and B, I she's so young, and I don't think she's, I don't think she's understands this. Mm-hmm. I think we you mentioned that
1: uh, when we talked about it off mic that. It never occurred to me that she may have not encountered someone like this before. Yeah, because you hear people commenting on it and they say, "Oh yeah, I dated someone like Luke. B yeah. and now I recognize these red flags. Yeah, and behavior." But if you've never,
0: if you've never seen it, this is and this is the first time you let it go on longer than you think. Yeah, you should. And I think that's exactly what's going on here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She hasn't dated enough people to realize, oh my God, you know, despite there being all of these red flags. It's, she keeps him around, even though she should just be like goodbye. I I stopped dating a girl one time, who went red, told me she goes red with rage on a regular basis and like blacks out, you know, doesn't remember what she does hmm. when she gets so mad. And I I was like, well, thank, thanks for coming to dinner. I'm gonna
1: go home. Yeah, it seems like if you preface a date with, uh, I have a tendency to blackout and uh you know that like you're you're setting up your claim for uh temporary insanity ahead of time well yeah
0: you're like this happened so just so you know and it's like wait what that's not that's not normal or good or that's not something that should happen on a regular basis and 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 you're letting me know that it's going to happen yeah that's crazy i don't
1: doubt that this condition exists like she's not crazy i'm just saying that
0: situation is is wild yeah you know
1: So Anyway
0: I'll, I'll have to use that
1: uh, On my wife I guess There you go Yeah sure um, oh, By the way I've had this thing for ten years
0: uh, I might black out with rage It's it's nuts hmm. uh, So So I, I believe it's between Garrett and Hannah's In between Garrett and Hannah's date We get a talking head of Hannah And Hannah says He feels like home Ah, I damn near <laughs> spit out my drink I was like there it is mm-hmm. There it was. I knew she was going to say it eventually. I'm relieved Garrett has come around being, you
1: know. He's the, the Lauren. Head, he's the head of my final two in my bracket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the Lauren of this season. Yeah. He just kind of snuck in there kind of late in the game and yeah. made an impression. Yeah. Which I'm starting to think is the way to play this game. Mm-hmm. If it's a game. It, it, it's, it's a game. It's a reality show. It's a.
0: It is a game. Garrett damn near. I mean, Grant damn near got there yeah he was he was playing the right game though just like lay <laughs> yeah. low
1: be cool don't be nice don't have drama and yeah. always leave a good feeling
0: be sweet be nice mm-hmm. yeah but
1: garrett played it perfect he was the last uh so we've we lost dylan we lost dustin the last of the uh dudes that we barely knew correct so now we're only down to people that have a connection but garrett was the most recent one
0: yes like he slid
1: yes. in there right before she started getting rid of the doors dudes. was closing
0: yeah exactly yeah and he, uh, they definitely set up the two-on-one mm-hmm. between him and Luke. Yes. I really appreciate Garrett's uh, silent, passive-aggressive, just extra smiley while Luke gets crazy. Mm-hmm. That's the best tactic for someone like that. Yeah. Someone who wants to get in your face and be mad. You just stay even-keeled, for example. If you are at a left turn light, and you don't turn fast enough, right as it turns green, and someone honks at you, rather someone honks at me, I take the turn as slow as possible, <laughs> and then they just lay on the horn and get super mad, and you know, and then they race around you and look at you like you're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. but you never ever match the level of aggression. So who looks crazy in this situation <laughs> Oh man I take it I take it pretty to heart when people honk at me to not for not turning instantly. No shit this
1: morning. Uh, I was waiting to cross the street to get to the metro and I saw a left turn situation where the second person in line consistently honking Ugh. just over and over Anytime they didn't see cars coming unbeknownst to them, there were people crossing the street. Yeah. So they were honking on two separate occasions because this person was not running over pedestrians to turn left and that's exactly it, it. you know as a as a doctor uh road rage is a serious condition it is it is we all it, need to be aware
0: it causes stress uh un- unnecessary, the cortisol levels in your brain mm-hmm. uh you know cause the uh nerve fibers to die and shorten your life and um I'm happy to diagnose anyone who has this condition and needs a diagnosis just email me at ilovethatbachelor at gmail.com mm-hmm. i'll definitely sign a note yeah we'll fax a script over to whatever. you yeah, like, whatever yeah sure. whatever you need yeah
1: whatever you need weed's legal here so if you're uh, out of state you know just give us a p.o box and yeah we'll do
0: the rest that's fine all right so then what uh we... cash only okay sorry uh, yeah we uh <laughs> we get the peter date Yes. Where we do get a little Latvian culture, maybe? Sure, a little Latvian culture. Um my biggest takeaway from this date did you happen to see so they get into they do the the table massage thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then they get into the the sauna. Yes. And they're sitting up and the people are standing. I have two takeaways. One uh the two people who were running the bathhouse or whatever as their wishing them well and they're as they're as and they're standing up and the other couple is sitting in the sauna mm-hmm. that couple is straight eye level with genitals hmm. and i thought do you guys do this all the time well, it's got to be a lot of genitals d- at direct eye level maybe it's part of the bit for them like a family <laughs> That's why they a like family it. business okay. they're
1: passionate about helping other people mm-hmm. get their energies together and then looking at their genitals it's, so everyone wins it
0: is isn't everyone wins My second takeaway. That man's hat was awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a great hat. That's it. All right.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was interesting. I'm seeing a lot more of this sort of uh, like Anglo European mysticism in media lately. Hmm. I can't think of uh, too many great examples off the top of my head. That movie Midsummer that came out or is coming out soon, apparently.
0: I believe you, though.
1: And there was one about guys backpacking in the woods. You know, it was old, uh, you know, Norse gods or woods people, ghosts, demons. Like, I don't know. There, there's a lot of old uh, folklore for, you know, it, pagan stuff. In, I see. In that part of the world. So I thought it was cool that they had a very earthy, hippie kind of, you know, cleansing with plants and sage.
0: Yeah, sure, you very like Reiki. Yeah. That's what that how that made me that feel. That kind of vibe. Uh, but
1: I couldn't help feeling that, like, also maybe they're stealing their souls or putting curses on them. Or... I would hope so. Yeah.
0: I had been cursed by a, a Romani before. Really? Yeah. In what fashion? Well, so when I worked at the um, at the movie theater as a high schooler, mm-hmm. um, there w- was this family who would come all the time. And they'd always not buy enough tickets because they had, like... Six to eight brothers and sisters or, you know, and they were all married and they all had two to three babies and they would go to see, you know, cloudy with a chance of meatballs or something. They're bringing their babies. to the Yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. And so you would go into the movie theater to check because you knew they weren't going to buy enough tickets. Mm-hmm. And because they would have babies sitting on their lap. And at the theater that I worked at, the policy was even though it's a baby and it's not taking up a seat, you have to pay for it. Mm hmm. Because it's like a number of persons thing, fire code. Yeah. You know, that's still a person. A discounted rate, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, you'd buy a child's ticket. All right, that's But they wouldn't buy the child's tickets. And so I would go in there and have to ask them. I was a supervisor. Ooh. So they sent me in there. Yeah, watch out. So they sent me in there, and I would have to say, hey, you know, can I see your tickets? Because... You need one for everyone, including the children. And then they refused to buy it, and so I had to escalate it to the GM, and the GM would show up, and he was a real cool dude. His name was Hector. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like a lion. Anyway, uh, he then had to tell them to leave, and I was helping him escort them out because they were getting loud refused to pay. We had to stop the movie, so he escorted them out, and I'm walking with them, and one of the mothers said some shit to me in, like, Romany and uh she waved her hand back and forth mm-hmm. and um she said i curse you mm-hmm. at the end things are turning out okay for me nonetheless maybe it'll happen when i'm maybe or something yeah. but i have been cursed by a eastern european of some sort dope uh-huh. Keep me posted. I want to see how that turns out. <laughs> it was over ten mm-hmm. years ago and you know.
1: Because when that shit happens in the yeah. movies, like oof. It yeah. you know, hits the gas.
0: maybe she killed my older brother. You start losing weight or seeing ghosts or I could use some I could use losing some weight. I'm not mm-hmm. opposed to that. Should I go find her? See mm-hmm. if she can change it around? You could follow it up. See what the, the worst <laughs> no the worst case though
1: is if if you have a drag me to hell situation, what if she's passed on? and the curse is just out there and it can't be undone it can't
0: be undone mm-hmm. i don't know what i did to wrong her though she broke the rules yeah you see and i think that's why the curse never took effect because uh it wasn't a just curse correct curses must be just i think i read that somewhere mm-hmm. oh really yeah <laughs> nice uh-huh they didn't teach us that in med school weird oh not no <laughs> your... did we go to school together
1: no, just I. You know, we both oh, obviously yeah. we both went to med school. a med a school. med school of sorts. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Peter's <laughs> Peter's horny. So is Hannah. So horny, and I feel like that's all Peter has to offer at this point. He's a dork, and I kind of love him, but <clears throat> he's just horny, mm-hmm. and. So uh, in this episode, oh go ahead. Oh no, it's fun too. that Peter's game isn't quite all
1: there. It's almost yeah. charming. Like the pool table thing didn't work out, yeah. and when they were trying to make out in the sauna, he also seemed to have to do a little a like thing, moving he's got and to ad- do adjusting. A move. Like he made his move, sort of. Uh, he, it was sudden. He wasn't quite. Yeah, it wasn't quite earned, but he made it, and uh, you know, it it played out, but. Then it was like, oh, and I guess uh, I guess the plan is to lay down on top of you this way, and then they switch places, and they're both covered in leaves. I think he's perfect for Hannah. I do too. Yeah, I think they're matched very evenly because I I don't want to, you know, speak to Hannah's intelligence or anything, but I get like, you know, a bit of a flighty kind of airhead vibe from both from From both of them. them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hope she picks him. The date's all fine. Then he goes... Then they... After they do the whole sauna make-out, um, you know, dry hump session, mm-hmm. they go to dinner. And at the dinner, Peter begins to speak about his job again. Mm. How he misses it and loves it. Just when he's in the air, you know? Yeah. It's just a different feeling. It's freedom. And, <laughs> and she thinks it's hot. And that my friends and listeners and lovely people if you're ever on a dating show or you need to find someone to date and it's a first impression sort of scenario and you're a pilot you fucking wear that pilot's uniform (laughs) you do it because there was another pilot here and he got sent home night one yeah didn't wear the uniform he didn't wear the uniform dude she'd have kept both you know she would have kept both yeah
1: And it's weird too. Like I I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody's appearance, but like Peter, he's a fine-looking guy. He's handsome, but he's certainly not a knockout as far as guys go. He's no
0: Tyler C. No,
1: same. And uh, I feel like the other pilot probably had the advantage in the looks department. Yes, but he didn't wear the suit. He didn't wear the fucking uniform. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. night one. What a world, dude. So here we are. Like Peter's a contender. Oh God, it's crazy. There is a. Just on the topic of him talking about his job, Mm -hmm. I think you had mentioned something earlier about how uh, if that's all you have to talk about, then maybe you're not that interesting of a person. Correct. And at at this point in the game, you kind of get the sense that certain people uh, stopped building the relationship and the momentum, and they're not really getting to know each other. It's just attraction.
0: So would you be referring to Jed? A little bit, yeah. I agree. Jed comes off super one note this episode. So what did we have? We had the singing outside the window, singing mm-hmm. in the bed. The song outside the window he sang before. Singing yeah. in the bed. And in that bed scenario, he did get paid in a dry hump mm-hmm. and horny makeout session, But when he was almost done with the song, Hannah tried to get in close and he shook her off, bro. He shook her off, like I gotta finish this song. It was weird. Ah, I didn't and, catch and I that. thought, oh my god, he's not into her anymore. Now it is about the music.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go ahead and jump in his corner and play devil's advocate here as a as a married man. Oh, sometimes I'm playing my guitar.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, uh huh. And you know, if the wife wants to come in, say hi, give me a kiss or a hug or something, it's like, yeah. well, like, are we switching? Am I switching gears here? Like, do I put the guitar down and then we're doing stuff? Or is this just like, uh, hey, I'm here, uh-huh. and I'm, you know, if the guitar's out... I'm guitaring. Y- yeah.
0: You gotta have a reason to put it okay. down. And I, so, and I caught that. So, okay, check it out. I think that's fair. How long have you lived with your wife? To, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: not, not long enough. There you go. Um, uh, I don't know. Eight years, give or take. Okay, so that's eight years. Jed, can you ha- take a guess at how much time Jed has actually spent with Hannah?
1: Hours. No, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so that was not a good move. The attention should be on her, and he was clearly interested in finishing the song. Finishing the song, the song yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And he goes on to play the piano later, and uh, I was joking with Brittany that uh, he's he doesn't actually know how to play the piano. He just memorized that one song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was, like,
1: doing some business, but none of it sounded right. Yeah. It like was, there's, like, there's blues and jazz yeah. with energy. And it was, like, like, a
0: weird Rachmaninoff, like, dissonance going on in there. It was
1: just so... I don't know. Yeah.
0: So, he all he got is, all, his, he just has the music, man, and I think he's over her. And, and the same week prior to this episode, rumors had come out that he, like, is still tight with a girlfriend at home yeah so and the stripper thing and he and admitted and the stripper
1: thing he admitted to coming on primarily yeah for the exposure. music and I like I said I think he's run out of momentum yep. stuff to say he's personally lost interest which honestly if I had to fucking hang out with Luke P and watch the woman that I was supposedly trying to win over like have that kind of judgment, I would also lose interest. I would lose interest. And I think he did a great job of showcasing as much of his musical talent as he could in an episode Respect. where he, he didn't have a one on one, you know?
0: Respect, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, and it's like, it's it's not like a cam situation of like inviting yourself to the middle of another group date. It's like he came after hours, which, uh, you know, she's
0: drunk. Like, yeah. it's, it's going to go. Either good or bad. Yeah. And, uh you know. I yeah. mean, any asked to come up. He didn't force himself in or anything. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole playing a song on the balcony. It's cute. That's, it's cute. it's, it's cute. romantic. But then when he went up
1: there, I was like, well, shit, what's going to happen? Like, she's yeah. probably barely there, ready to pass out. Yeah. And worst case, or maybe best case, we'll just want, like, a quick
0: drunken makeout
1: session. Mm-hmm. Which I guess they got.
0: Which they got. <clears throat> and, uh yeah, that was it. So then... After that, we got the group date, yes? Was there a group date? What was the group date? Oh, they just walked around Latvia. And, oh, that was the same night. Jed kept talking, trying to pull her aside. I want to be your rock. This and that wasn't connecting. People were coming up and like, hey, dude, quit stealing Hannah. No, and, uh, and Tyler was nailing it.
1: Like Tyler he, was nailing it. kept stealing those little moments, like yeah. bringing her flowers. and. Tyler's the best, dude. Yeah, he's got a great sense of timing.
0: Yeah, and he's attractive. Mm-hmm. I'd let him sweep me away. Sure. Why not? I don't care. It's 2019. Mm-hmm. Not gay, but... I definitely know an attractive man when I see one who's got all the moves. And he would make you feel special. He would probably that's make me feel so special. That's all we want. <laughs> that's all I really want. Someone to be nice to me and mm-hmm. pat my back. And, yeah. You know? Yeah, I never... Uh, you know, my wife
1: never, like, picks me up. I don't get to wrap my <laughs> legs around her when we hug.
0: He'd be able to pick me Just, up. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could totally little spoon him. So, advantages. My God. Oh, okay, yeah, pros. I could little spoon him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is attractive and he's probably super chill to hang out with. If you had a complaint at a
1: uh, restaurant or some date activity, he would probably be really chill and speak up and get you justice for it instead of making you feel nervous or weird.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: Then it wouldn't be like my fault, you know, or my problem Uh to say, oh, hey, you put this ingredient on that I didn't (laughs) ask for and...
0: Hey, Ty, you
1: know, can you... I hate to be an asshole, but you <laughs> fucked up my order so bad. Could you please give
0: me what I actually ordered? Um, he's the frat boy that we didn't know we needed, but the one we deserved this season. Yeah. I think he's going to be the bachelor if he doesn't get picked. I we could hope so. I would love to see Tyler as The Bachelor. That would be awesome. Yeah, we were just talking. He's like
1: somehow very relatable, but also chill and yeah. confident and well-spoken. Yeah. just like a combination you haven't really gotten in a Bachelor.
0: Yeah, yet. for sure. So, right? if like, you're listening ABC, <laughs> Tyler. Choose Tyler C. Do Tyler. You'll get the viewers you want.
1: People are very excited about him.
0: People are very excited about him. Yeah, I think you want everyone over. So, is there anything further? We get the cocktail party, the night before, and then the cocktail party. But I mean, I know there's no cocktail party, but like that's mm-hmm. what's going on. We did the Peter date. We did the walking around Latvia.
1: Yeah. So I guess uh, no
0: real standouts. Then we get you know Jed, in Jed night, day.
1: and then the next day is cocktail party. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that sounds right.
1: right. So what are we? What are we dealing with here? Just more more luke p bullshit i guess
0: so more luke p bullshit there were some great lines like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up dude (laughs) (laughs) which i (laughs) particularly enjoyed
1: i like uh that we're now getting to see luke's what would jesus do fish tattoo on his wrist
0: oh i didn't even know you caught one of that. (gasps) you're familiar with
1: the fish symbol yeah i am and then there's a wwjd within it within the fish Right there on his He own. needs the,
0: do you think he's read the Bible?
1: I doubt it. I doubt it too. Yeah, I'm in the process of reading it now because I've never done it front to back. Yeah, uh, me either. It's, yeah, not, not an easy read.
0: I'm unsurprised. <laughs> so I had, didn't know he had that tattoo. I also didn't know he was 5'8".
1: He is he looks so short next to these other dudes. They like try to keep him in a center frame most of the time. Yeah. But if you catch it, you can really get a sense of where his complex comes from.
0: Luke S towered over him. Mm -hmm. I saw a photo of them next to each other. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: I thought it was funny too when they were walking around Latvia and you did see him in the frame with other guys that Mm -hmm. he seemed to be like Trying, trying to, to like, puff up, jump like, up.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my like God. He was
1: in motion so he could be higher in the room. Oh, corner. wow. What a, how do you live your life? That boy. How do you even?
0: That means I'm taller than him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's crazy. So there's hope. There's hope for getting you on this show. I, yeah. I'm currently committed. Well, just don't tell him about that. Oh, my God. And then I can sell makeup. That's what every girl does that was on The Bachelor. (laughs) They sell makeup later. Influencer job. Yeah, yeah. That was where I was going. Um, (laughs) Really crossed an effeminate line there. Mm -hmm. You were like, what? Hey, we're (laughs) we're watching
1: The Bachelorette. We're podcasting about The Bachelorette, I think. (sighs) We're past that kind of heteronormative judgment.
0: I think so, too. So, basically luke fucked up another oh hannah steals luke away as all the men are bitching about luke and they're like you need to shut the fuck up oh the line of you need to you need to stay in your lane luke mm-hmm. and he's like i'm in my lane i was just looking out the window so he's bad at analogies because if you've ever driven and you look out a wind out your window too much you yeah. are going to swerve into the other lane these are facts yeah and so then they're all bitching and moaning about that and complaining about Luke, and then Hannah goes, "Hey guys, and you know can I steal Luke for a minute?" And then they go and have a long chat where Luke's psychopath manipulates her into explaining his reason why he was upset about the naked date. We didn't even touch on the, on how everyone reacted to the naked oh date. God. So it, it, <clears throat> so Garrett comes back from the date. And explains to everyone that they went naked bungee jumping, which, you know, good for you guys. That sounds fine. Uh, I think the, I get, I think that's a good game move, you know, to let them know that he's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that I find crazy is the next day when they're doing the Latvian walk around on the group date, Hannah just goes, we had a really good time. We went and did a naked thing and explained it to him. Mm-hmm. for no reason un unprovoked hmm. and that sent luke p into a uh, a tissy a tiffy mm-hmm. a tiffy
1: oh right yeah she was drunk on that date they like had the vodka, yeah. and she was dead.
0: oh in the moonshine she
1: was notably drunk when they were on that uh trolley yeah
0: a straight up if she wasn't like attractive she would be white trash
1: did we talk about this or was this something i talked to my wife about
0: Oh, well, Brittany and I were talking about it, okay. We must yeah. all be in the same yeah, notes here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I really like i don't wanna hate honor be sour like she's clearly going through some shit that is uh sure not easy i have i, I love her but but yeah i uh I've met a variety of Americans, mm-hmm. And, sure if she was i mean she's straddling several dudes per episode at this point, like. Yeah. Not to say that affection is inappropriate on this show. She's
0: staying drunk, and I think that's what's going on. Yeah. I think that's definitely what's going on here.
1: Which is the better time on
0: her part. For sure.
1: It's not the classiest look.
0: Yes, yes. And so that sent Luke into a spiral and continued to harp on Garrett, and they went head to head, and then... They get back from the group date and they're all talking and Luke standing in the middle going nuts and yelling and everyone's arguing and Hannah comes into the room all done up and says, can I steal Luke for a minute? Then they go talk and Luke double speaks himself into a just gross, you know, misogynistic turn onto her even though she was like fight, she was standing up you know she was fighting mm. but you know he kept saying things I'm like kind of well worried about your purity i'm worried about shit. your purity like, and it's like dude grow the fuck up this man like ancient y'all ain't married yeah jesus christ and i thought for sure that he was gonna get sent home then and we were gonna see the flip off of the van yeah i thought th- i thought it was happening So good on you, ABC monsters. But it wasn't what happened. Luke P. comes back into the room, and then there's more bitching and moaning from all the men. Mm. And then Chris walks in and says, there's no roast ceremony tonight. Hannah knows what she wants to do.
1: And who called it out this time? Was it Peter again? Or was it Jed? Someone, as they were all fighting, was like, guys she's going to cancel the cocktail. I think
0: that was Jed. If she
1: hears this shit again, and then right after he said it, sure enough, mm-hmm. Chris Harrison comes in.
0: Nice job, Luke. Three in a row, Luke. Three in a row, Luke. Yeah. Shut up, dude. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we got a five foot eight villain. Uh, what did you call him? Like a five foot eight monster. Hmm. God, whatever. Just send this dude home. So then we get to the rose ceremony and Definitely sweet Dylan gets sent home. Mm. Dustin, who we know nothing about, gets sent home. And Luke P gets a rose, as we stated before, and she goes, "I know there's goodness inside you
1: before asking him to accept the rose.
0: yeah.
1: and this this is just at the crux of my problem with the show is like whether it's Hannah, whether it's the producers, like you have to consider the message you were putting out there. And the message is that if you are extra manipulative, if you're aggressive, if you're violent, if you lie compulsively, that you deserve every forgiveness and yeah. chance you can possibly get. Yeah. But if you're already a decent person, you get none of that. You get none of the attention. It's like that, uh, that idea in school where there's the kid who's disruptive just that one mm-hmm. kid who needs yeah. all the attention yeah. and ruins it for the class and you don't learn anything. You can't go through the lesson plan. The teacher's frustrated. And if you just sent that kid home or put him in the special needs class or ISS or whatever, yeah. or just like didn't put up with his shit and like didn't positively reinforce that shit behavior by giving them so much attention, that would be a start. But that's what this has become now.
0: I agree. It's
1: like, we literally didn't meet more than half the guys. And we've just been spending time with this dude who is so ill-behaved. And I don't get why we have to give him a chance. I don't feel sorry for him.
0: Yeah, no. Well, clearly, Hannah B. has got something going on there. Is it
1: a combination of horniness and religious guilt? Because he's wearing his cross necklace outside of his sweat Yes,
0: yes, I think that's it.
1: Because, like, she has to believe that he's good because he decided in the middle of being a shitty young adult that he was going to start hiding behind Christianity. Yeah. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I know we've you and I have been over it. It's it's just really exacerbating, and it's not an attack on religion. It's an attack on abusing it and hiding behind it and people who prescribe to that lifestyle being so... It's this... Oh
0: God. You're good. God damn it.
1: No, I just... I don't want to... You know, people. When, when, however you feel about it, when Donald Trump got elected, the you know religious voters were like, "Well, I know he's not perfect, but you know maybe he's a vessel for the Lord's work or whatever." And I think that's a you're really reaching. Yeah. Like, at what point? Are you? I know it's like your guy, but like when are you? You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a fellow Christian. I'm going to give Luke P. a chance. But at what point are you going to hold someone accountable for their
0: actions? Accountability, correct?
1: Because like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just been all red flags and dysfunction. And she yeah. I, I don't understand what is compelling her to want to believe it. If, if not lust or, yeah, some guilt that he's like also values religion like she does.
0: I think that's all that is. I have one final point about him. He was saying to her, I'm not a controlling guy. I would never try to control you. Only someone who's controlling would say that.
1: Much like uh, everyone loves me. Everyone I meet loves me.
0: Everyone loves me.
1: No one says that.
0: What? Yeah. (laughs) Plenty of people don't like me. That's fine. (laughs) You know, like that's how that goes. Uh, But the Luke P. show goes on again. And the this week on is certainly going to be great.
1: I guess he's going to scream at Garrett and probably I God knows like, when they're actually going to put him on the van and give him the finger. But I'm sure he'll come back with the ring mm-hmm. and that's, that's going to be his mess. Uh-huh. Just, I don't know, man. I don't know either. He's not playing by the rules. He should have been sent home yeah. an episode or two ago when she sent him home.
0: Here's why it's okay. Paradise is coming up.
1: It's going to be so good.
0: It's going to be fun. It's
1: going be such a palate cleanser. It's going to be fun. After this.
0: Yeah, and then hopefully Tyler C. doesn't win this and becomes The Bachelor.
1: It's like we've just been eating spoonfuls of salt, and uh, yeah. when paradise comes, we're going to get that chocolate.
0: It's going to be Cadillac uh, margaritas, dude. Mm-hmm. All day, every day.
1: Um, Just on a personal note, if you're as frustrated with this season as we are, uh, I once watched a season of Bachelorette Australia. Oh nice. It was, uh Sophie's season, I think it was seventeen. Whatever. It was a delight. Those Australian men are all class acts. They're a lot of fun uh, Fuck yeah. on the dates with each other. It's just it's it's a different uh cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we value the scandalous and the you know, dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really refreshing to just see it from another uh another country like that they do it a little differently and
0: i really wanted to watch the british one Mm -hmm. um i thought you started to i still have the link i haven't watched it okay but yeah nice yeah
1: it's fun and like you said you just you watch the show for paradise so i need to kind of remind myself of that and stop taking it so personally
0: yeah plus i mean i know it's all stupid and it sucks but there are gems of moments where you're like oh my god what a good show Mm -hmm. you know like it's just salacious and we've been able to talk about it for hours. Yeah, it's fun.
1: There's always some saving grace to it. Yeah, whether it's a grocery store Joe or a Tyler C. Yeah, grocery you, you Joe, find someone. To yeah, work. Tyler
0: C. Yeah, you're right.
1: Someone to root for. Nice, like the, the diamond in the rough or the shining light in the mm-hmm. in the abyss that is this season. Still better than Colton season.
0: It is still better than Colton season. Well, uh,
1: yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Well, how's, how's your bracket looking?
0: I haven't checked. Hmm. Have Have you?
1: I think I'm down to uh, only people that are still on at this point. Okay, like the. I should have
0: checked. I think you asked this last week. Mm-hmm. <sniffs> Fuck,
1: I'm not confident about it.
0: I think it's going to be tight. We're going to have to figure it out. You got
1: any uh, new guesses on the finalists? Mmm, it's between Tyler, Mike, and Peter. Tyler, Mike, Peter? Okay. Yeah, mine was uh, Garrett and Jed, and I, I think Jed might be out of steam.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't
1: know if Garrett can... Uh... Well,
0: I mean, I had Jed winning, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Brittany had Peter winning. Possible. Which is a decent pick. hmm <sighs> It's the most appropriate one, I think. I think so. I hope he wins. Same. Yeah, Mike's better than this. Mm-hmm. So is Tyler. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Zach. I'm Wade. And this has been I Love That, a Bachelor podcast. Yeah.
1: If you'd like to share your thoughts and ideas, you can email us at I Love That Bachelor at gmail.com.
0: We're on all major podcasting platforms. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.